Hey guys, it's Maya and I just wanted to jump on here and promote my takes Instagram really quick because we're doing a lot of fun things. I'm doing more posts, more stories, and I also have to say I've started a new series called The Bottom Shelf and it's video reviews, IGTV video reviews, and I think they're super fun and they're all on the Instagram. So go follow my take on social media and specifically on Instagram at underscore my take. Maya back again, guys. I have one more update for y'all. My Take now has a Patreon. I'm trying to expand the My Take community and also expand my earnings a little bit by creating a Patreon. We have three tiers, and in the top tier, we're actually starting a My Take book club. So anybody who joins, we're going to be reading a book together a month, and there's going to be monthly live streams and Discord benefits. So I'd really, really, really appreciate it if you could go check it out. The link is in the show notes. I am so excited for this episode. It's a follow-up to last episode. Last episode, we talked about Greatest Hits so far, which was Pink's, I don't remember the number album, but it was an album that came out in 2010 and was like a compilation of all of her best songs. And now we're talking about the All I Know So Far set list, which just came out. It's her most recent album and it's the live album. So it's basically a collection of different songs that she did live on her beautiful Trauma World tour. And it came out in conjunction with her documentary, All I Know So Far, which is why it's called All I Know So Far Set List. And it's so good. And it's actually kind of funny because this album came out the same day that Olivia Rodrigo's album Sour came out. And so everybody was like obsessing over Sour. And I was like, no, 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 no. We are listening to All I Know So Far and the set list because it was so good and iconic. And it's kind of Greatest Hit So Far's sister album. I think I like All I Know So Far a little bit better just because of the live aspect. And it's got some more modern hits. I talked about this a little bit in my Greatest Hit So Far episode, but there's a couple of Pink's like hits that come off of Beautiful Trauma and The Truth About Love that like I miss having on Greatest Hit So Far. So I think this is the more updated, more fun live version of Greatest Hit So Far. And I love it. They're both albums also that Pink never thought she'd do. She said in an interview that she'd never do a Greatest Hits album. She'd never do a live album. She'd never do a Christmas album. So I'm just waiting for the Christmas album to come out now because that would be amazing. But I love this album so much. It's so good and iconic. And I am just so excited to finally get into it. Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I am Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. As always with a music episode, I finally get to say that. I think I've finally done enough music episodes where I get to say as always with a music episode, but we are going to start with talking about the different songs in album order, and then finally I will rank them, and this might be the actual hardest ranking that I've ever had to do. I say that about all of them, like all the music episodes that I've done, but this one seriously, genuinely was so difficult. Though, I have a couple little prefaces 
for this one is the fact that she is live and she sounds exactly the same even though she's flying through the freaking air the entire time and backflipping and jumping and dancing and it's amazing and like I don't understand how she's so powerful with her voice to sound exactly the same but she is and secondly this album gave me major major post-concert depression because I loved seeing her live. It was my favorite concert. I've been to two concerts, but it was like by far my favorite concert. I think it will be my favorite concert until I see her again live because she's so amazing and so good. And so hearing this album, I was like, all I want to do is go back. And it does kind of like transport me back to that too. So that was really fun. But now getting into the songs, we start with Just Like a Pill. And I like that we open with this because in I think the concert you see it and like the concert that I went to you see it she opens with get the party started which obviously is like that's her iconic song to open with clearly but I like just like a pill more so I like that we're starting with this and I like also that the intro is much longer not much longer but it's longer and I love the intro to just like a pill and it sounds so good live and I love that that's like the first little thing that you hear and then she's the audience sing the first chorus too and the fact that she's still singing the song on tour too because it was from Misunderstood, which is so long ago. And so like, I love hearing this and that she's doing this and that it's in it. And I remember in the documentary, she talks about how people still remember Just Like a Pill and she's so surprised. I'm like, no, it's such an iconic song and you keep playing it. Obviously people are gonna remember it. And then also throughout the album, but especially in this one, you really see how important her backup singers are. And like, I love seeing that and I love hearing them and hearing their additions and like, because you see it more when it's live because the singer will like take a break or whatever, but you hear the backup singers continue. So I love seeing that. I also love the crowd noise in the entire album. It just creates like such a good atmosphere. Like when I'm in my car alone and I've got this playing and you've got the crowd noise, I can just like, I'm at a concert. It is perfect. It's great. And also part of this entire album the fact that she keeps some of her like talking to the crowd when she's like oh my god hi like how the hell are you guys like I love you thank you for coming like I love that she creates she really does it's not just like a recorded live album it's like the whole experience of the tour which I love so much and now moving on to who knew which is so good oh my god I don't have a ton to say about this one that's different from the studio version of the song there are little bits but not really a lot which also is a testament to how good of a performer she is because it sounds exactly like the live version and it just like i mean obviously i love the or er, i said live version i meant studio version clearly but i just i love how she does the song and it's so amazing and i love the song itself is so good clearly we've we know i've talked about who knew it just quality quality all around Next, we have Funhouse and Just a Girl, which I love that she starts with Who Remembers Funhouse because Pill is older, but she's like, Who Remembers Funhouse? <laughs> it's just so good. And the mashup is so good. Like, it just the combination of the two. I, I didn't know that I needed it, but now that I've hear, heard it, I need it in my life. And I love how she introduces her entire band during the song too. And the background of the song, Funhouse in the background is so good. Funhouse is not my favorite song, but hearing just the instrumental and hearing it live, I was like, no shit, like Funhouse is amazing. Because every time I hear Funhouse on the studio version, I'm like, okay, it's good, it's Funhouse, whatever. But the live version is just like head and shoulders above the studio version and I love her for it 
Also, I love her for saying that she needs an 80,000 person cuddle because that sounds amazing. And this song is just so good. And especially the mashup with Just a Girl. Like, oh, just incredible. All around incredible. I'm going to be heaping tons of praise onto this album if you can't already tell by now because it's iconic and amazing. And I realize I say iconic a lot because that was pointed out to me by one of my kids. I don't have kids. Sorry, don't take that the wrong way. Um, I'm teaching golf camp this summer, which is probably why the state of my voice is a little, it's better than it was the first couple weeks, but it's still a little not there. But um, teaching golf camp and one of the kids in my group was like, you say iconic so much. Stop calling things iconic. So now every time I'm podcasting, I'm like, am I saying iconic too much? Probably, but I like the word, so I'm going to keep using it. Anyways, moving on to River. Again, so good. And her backup singers starting it too, like the beginning with them going like, like a river, like a river, shut your mouth and run me like a river. Okay, I apologize. That's not even like her song. Like she's just doing a cover of it and I can't keep my freaking mouth shut. Okay, I need to not sing, but I'm probably going to sing, so I'm sorry. But I love that Pink puts covers onto her album because by the time I got to see her in concert for the Beautiful Trauma World Tour, like enough of Hurts to Be Human had been out, like she had enough singles out that she was just doing those. There weren't any of her covers on there, so I missed out on seeing her covers live. I knew she'd done them, but I hadn't seen any of them. And so I love that she put it out on the album. It's so good. I didn't know this song really well before now, but now I know it super well because Pink crushed it and I love the album and like the drums and just like the beat and the entire experience of that song. Amazing. Lovely. Just quality. Now we have Just Give Me a Reason and the fact that she fucked up the beginning and restarted it and kept that all in too. So good. I love that. I love she was like, um started and she's like oh no 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 we have to do that over because we are getting this song right because it's so good and this song does not get enough credit i know i said that no i didn't say it last time i didn't get to say it last time in greatest hit so far because it didn't come out when greatest hit so far okay this song does not get enough credit i know it was a single and i know it was played all over the radio but it still doesn't get the credit that it deserves because it is so good i cannot stress how good it is especially the live version because you have the audience doing the uh-ohs and it's just like the pause and hearing the audience do it and oh my god and the fact that she is neat on the track too and keeps his feature and just sings with him and like the it's just oh my god it gives me chills it's such a good song oh more people need to love this song with me because it's so amazing and beautiful and i was gonna say iconic and then I stopped myself, but no, it deserves it. It's iconic. I love it. Oh my god. Yes. Love that song. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Why am I about to start singing Sweet Caroline? I need to not. I need to move on. Okay. Time after time. It's such a sad song, but it is so pretty. And again, the way she gets the audience involved too. Like, she just makes it the most beautiful, sad cover, and it kind of reminds me of I Don't Believe You because it has those same beautiful, sad vibes as I Don't Believe You, and it's just like, oh, like, rips your heart out but doesn't break it because it's the most beautiful, amazing song, right? Like, it's just, it's so good. So, so good. And then we have Walk Me Home, which is another song that doesn't get enough credit because Hurts to Be Human as an entire album doesn't get enough credit, and maybe I will do an episode on Hurts to Be Human because that album is so good 
But Walk Me Home, which was the first single, does not get enough credit because it's so good. Like there's something in the way you roll your eyes. Takes me back to a better time when I saw everything is good. But now you're the only thing that's good. Oh, so good. Amazing. I love that song. It's so good. And the music video is so amazing with her in the like beautiful red dress and the shadows and the dancing. Oh, so good. And it's funny because I love this song so much, but I never actually remember the intro for the song is actually for Walk Me Home. So then it starts like the lyrics start and I'm always pleasantly surprised. I'm like, shit, I love this song. I don't know why I forget that it's this song because it's so good. And I love that she kept it in because this is the one single off of Hurts to Be Human that she kept in. And I love that she did that because, like I said, I love Hurts to Be Human. And seeing it live was so good. And so I just am very grateful that she did that. Then we have I Am Here, which again does not get enough credit. It is so good. And the way she extends it too, I love that it's longer and there's more I Am Here's. And there's a little bit of a longer intro. And it just, it's so good and powerful and such an amazing song and I love that she starts it with like if there's anybody that needs to let something go like now is your moment like that's such a like it's funny because it doesn't have that resonant of a like meaning to me because I think Pink has so many other songs that resonate with me more but it's just so good and like the fact that it is that space for her and for so many people and like I don't know why I'm getting goosebumps like talking about it right now. I said this song doesn't affect me that much, but like my legs are goosebumping. I don't know. It's just so good and such a like beautiful, pretty, amazing song and like powerful too, but vulnerable. And she just she crushed it. Obviously, she crushes everything, but she crushed it. And again, Beautiful Trauma is an album that deserves more credit too because it's just so good. And the only song that really got played off of it was Beautiful Trauma. Well. Or not Beautiful Trauma. Beautiful Trauma got played a little bit, but uh, What About Us was like giant off of that album. But besides that, not a lot. But like Barbies was so good. Secrets was so good. Revenge was funny. Beautiful Trauma was amazing. Like there's so many good songs on that album. It deserved more credit. Pink always deserves more credit. I feel like she's like constantly producing amazing work and songs that get played on the radio. But then people are like not massive, massive fans of her. They're just like, oh, that's her music. And I'm like, no, listen to her music. Like it's so amazing. But anyways, moving on to fucking perfect. And like, okay, I get that kids come to her show. This is my biggest gripe with the album was I get that kids come to her show, but she needs to curse when she sings this and she doesn't. Okay, the, it's funny because the explicit version of the song and the clean version of the song have two very different, like, like the clean version feels more impactful in a way because it's like, listen, you are, but the explicit version feels more like I am kind of even though you're singing it it's like the release of getting to swear feels more like I'm doing this as opposed to like being told something in the clean version so I was like a little mad that she didn't curse because I was like I get it children but like you're putting out the album you can put out an explicit version in the clean version and have the explicit version have the cursing in it I don't know but I like this song clearly regardless of cursing or not I love this song it's so good it's amazing I also love in the beginning where she's like that was the wrong note she's like I think I just invented a note you're welcome again one of those things that she doesn't need to keep in but she does and I'm so grateful that she does keep it in and it's one of my favorite songs and clearly it's like one of Pink's most iconic songs so she's going to have it in her set list but she very easily could have taken it out of the live album and been like oh well we have it on greatest it so far and stuff but like she keeps it in and I'm so grateful because it's so good 
and adding on to something that is so good, the fact that she has her MTV Video Vanguard Award speech on this album because she uses it for a transition in her show. And so like when I saw it in concert, I was like, yes, I love that she's using this. But the fact that she kept it in too and now I have it on my phone and can listen to it whenever the fuck I want. Like it's so good and I kind of have it memorized. I've seen it so many times because I love her for this and for making this speech and for being so empowering and impactful and beautiful and amazing. And like, oh my God, I love it. Like I almost want to get a tattoo because she goes, we take a gravel and shovel and we make the pearl and we help other people to change to see more kinds of beauty. And that just like to quote John Oliver hits me where I live. So I think I need that as a tattoo somewhere, but I love it and it's so amazing and it's just beautiful that she added it onto there, except sometimes it can make me cry. A lot of the songs on this album, if I'm in the right head space can make me cry so the fact that it's on there it's like good but also it's a little scary because like I could burst out into tears listening to it because it's just that amazing to me and then we have the cash cash remix intro slash what about us and I love that she has this intro in there it's like the super cut of her talking and being inspiring and amazing like every time she talks she's so inspiring and amazing and I love that they did this kind of cut together of it especially to lead into what about us because what about us I think a lot of people had assumed was about a relationship when she was like no this is about people and being left behind and the world and government and just all of that kind of stuff and so I love that you kind of see that with her talking about people feeling left behind and people trying to put energy into banning gay marriage and all of that kind of stuff. Like, it's just so good and amazing. And I love that that's the intro to What About Us because it fits so well. And also, it's so fun and, like, adds to the feeling of us being there because, again, it's something she does in the concert. So it adds to, like, that feeling. And then we have What About Us. So we start off strong with our intro. Then we get to What About Us, which is such an iconic song. And I'm so in love with it. And I love her performance. And I can, like, see the dance break in my head because she always has the same dance break it's from her music video dance I need to learn that dance because I feel like it's not that hard to learn like I feel like I could learn it or at least the intro because she teaches James Corden the intro on her carpool karaoke so I think I could learn it at least the intro bit and I need to learn it because I always am like seeing it go on in my head but I need to be able to do it and like dance around to it but it's just it's so good now we have i think my favorite song on the album one of the two non-live songs all i know so far oh i'm obsessed i basically have listened to nothing else since like this came out and the radio version does not do it justice because they cut the second part of the chorus which is not fair because the second part of the chorus the entire chorus is completely necessary you can't just have the beginning you can't cut out when the storm's out, you run in the rain, lay your sword down, dive right into the pain, stand filtered and loud. You'd be proud of that skin full of scars. That's all I know so far. You can't cut that out. Are you kidding me? What are you thinking? That's so beautiful. It's just as beautiful. I arguably like the second part of the chorus more than the first part. And you just cut it out on the radio version. It's so stupid. But this isn't the radio version. This is the actual version. And I love it. And it always gives me chills. Come on. Stay unfiltered and loud, you'll be proud of that skin full of scars. Like, come on now. It's so beautiful and makes me cry and I love it. And it deserves all, all, all of the awards. It deserves so many awards. And the video is so good because Carrie and the kids are in it. And also the fact that it's basically a letter to Willow. Like, 
oh the song the song makes my heart happy but it also makes me cry and I love it and it, it just she knocked it completely out of the park like beyond the park into the next like state over it's just so good and amazing and oh just again my heart happy listening to this song now we have cover me in sunshine which is so good and like the song we needed in like that february part of quarantine and the fact that she did it with willow too was so good i've been singing the song since pink posted the little teaser back in february before it dropped and now it's been like a huge tiktok song and so i get very like hipster about it a little bit because i'm like I've been listening to the song for longer than you. You're just using it because it's a trend. Like, I actually know the song and care about this artist. You don't, which is so stupid and, like, totally not a good thing to do. But, like, in my head, I get a little hipstery about it. But I love it. It's such a fun, happy song. And also, her and Willow's performance at the Billboard Music Awards on the Silks. Like, the fact that Willow finally did it and committed to one and, like, did it amazing. Like, they were just so good together. And I loved it so much and like it just such a good song and such a like uplifting happy funny song and I used it as a caption for an Instagram post that I really like so that was really fun on my main account so cover me in sunshine amazing now Bohemian Rhapsody crushed this completely crushed this like everyone knows and loves this song and Pink and her band did it so well and I loved it so much kind of same thing with we are the champions like crushed it i love that she did it it was iconic amazing and then rounding out this we have so what and she does this while on that break that like sends her around the entire stadium like it's not like she's flying above the stage she's flying around the entire stadium and flipping and it's amazing and i love her for it and i loved seeing that live and i loved seeing that in the documentary and it's just so amazing and she crushes the vocals and it's such a good song like just incredible incredible all around so now i'm very scared but we're gonna rank them this was definitely harder than greatest hits because we're working with very 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 fine margins when i'm talking about my ranking here because they're just they're they're so close especially from like from from 11 to 1 and there's only 16 songs on the album it's like it should really be like 1 1 1.2 1.3 1.4 building up you know it's like it's they're so close together but we have time after time at 16 we are the champions at 15 river at 14 so i have all of the covers in there first oh yeah and then bohemian rhapsody at 13 so all the covers just because they're not her songs she does them amazing and i love listening to them but i have a bigger impact and love for her songs so then we have Funhouse and Just a Girl at 12, which I loved that version of Funhouse so much more. So it just proves how like amazing the rest of this album is that that goes in at 12, just like a pill at 11, which again, love just like a pill. So the fact that it's that low down, you see really how close these fine margins are. Walk Me Home at 10, Who Knew at 9, So What at 8, Cover Me in Sunshine at 7, What About Us at 6, I Am Here at 5, the MTV Video Vanguard Award speech at four. Fucking perfect at three. Just Give Me a Reason at two. And of course, All I Know So Far at one. And I think just the impact this song has had and how very immediately it shot into my top tier of Pink songs pushes it up to number one, right? Because like, there's just, there's other ones that I love so much too, but there's this one and this one is going down as one of my favorite songs of hers ever. 
And like I said, very, very fine margins because I love this album so wholly and completely. And there's not a bad song on it. They're just different degrees of good and amazing and perfect. And it's beautiful and I love it. And it just, it's amazing. And I need her Christmas album now because the two albums that she said she's never going to make and made were so good. Like, she would crush her Christmas album too. She needs to do one. So, yeah. To wrap up this episode, I love it, and it's great. So, yeah, that's two so yeahs in the space of, like, two seconds. I shouldn't have done that, but whatever. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) I have been Maya Ghosh, and this has been my take on All I Know So Far set list, the album by Pink. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.